You thought you'd found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you could lend a hand In return for grace It's a beautiful day Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's uh, it's the Pensacola expert panel. It's it's not exactly a beautiful day out there, Bono, but I uh, love your song. And uh, it would be a much more beautiful day if my computer didn't skip. You heard that. You heard that song, Skip. And I don't know what is going on with my computer, but I will get it figured out. Anyway, my guest this morning, uh, we have Kelly Simpson from uh, Santa Rosa Animal uh, Control, Animal... Animal. Services. Animal services, sorry. Um, uh, and uh, she is here to give us some very good tips. I'm reading over these notes, and a lot of this stuff I did not know. Uh, so this is going to be really informative. Stay tuned. Um, uh, like I said, I'm Jake Walker, your host here for Pensacola Expert Panel. I love this part of the show uh, when we can bring such useful, useful information about our um, our pets, you know, our forever friends. Uh, so let's go ahead and start talking about, uh, you know, we've got cold weather. Uh, last week it dropped down into the high teens in some areas. Uh, so what are some, uh, you know, especially for our dogs, uh, what are some quick winter tips for them to keep them safe and comfortable? Hi, thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks for being here. So one of the biggest things that we like to tell folks, you know, position, you know, location, 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 you know, mm. the, the dog house, the opening needs to be probably facing south, you know, obviously depending on what the weather is doing, but typically facing south. So that wind is going around the house, not funneling right into the mm. house. Um, another thing that people forget about is, you know, blankets and towels and dog beds. It's almost like when you go camping and you wake up that next morning and everything kind of feels damp and sticky. Mm-hmm. Well, that happens inside of dog houses too. So don't use bedding and blankets unless you are changing them out all the time, mm. which I know my laundry doesn't like doing that. So right. one of the you know most trustworthy things that we can do is um, use straw, you know, one rule of thumb is hay is for horses and straws for paws. And the reason why that works out so well, it's almost like a feather quill and that air is trapped inside of the straw. So it creates like an, an insulated barrier for the animals and, and keeps them warmer that way. Hay tends to sour, it holds moisture and it can get really funky really fast. And uh, when you're stuffing the doghouse with this straw, how much should you put in there? Should you just kind of just spray it around or should you uh, kind of fill it up? I tend to overfill it. You know, mm. these dogs are denning animals and, you know, and even in the feral cat houses too, you know, they, they like to kind of nestle down and make their own little nest. Mm-hmm. And just like when you see your dog on the inside of the house and it makes, you know, 15 circles before he finally lays down, right. yeah. that's what they're doing. They're yeah. making their little nest. Yeah, and they, uh, I heard somebody call it making biscuits when a cat starts doing that, and they start kind of, you know. Absolutely. I love that. I love that term. Uh, getting back to dogs here, I have a lot in my neighborhood. A lot of my neighbors have these. Uh, the pit bulls and pit mixes, you know, the short hair breeds. Uh, what, what, can we, uh, what can we do to actually help them? Because they're actually exposed a little bit more than the normal Absolutely. dogs, correct? Absolutely, yeah, because they're they're expected to be a lean breed. They're not supposed mm. to look like balloon animals and, or a, a Labrador. They're not built right. that way. They're muscular machines. Right, so they yeah. don't have the insulation. They really need to be inside of the house. I personally think, and mm. I think all animals need to be inside of the house, right. but in your situation, you know, if you have to have them outside, at least, you know, Try to bring the sh- the short haired you know lean dogs inside or in a garage in a barn something to that effect, mm. and especially with younger dogs puppies oh, yeah, right because they because sure. uh, 
you uh, were telling me that uh, they can't regulate their body temperature right. the way older Absolutely. dogs can. So yeah, I definitely have to protect them. Um, my guest this morning is Kelly Simpson from Santa Rosa County Animal Services. Check them out at santarosa.fl.gov. Uh, and then uh, you can find out lots of useful information. Something I want to get to real quick uh, before the break is leash laws. I right. see a lot of dogs sometimes running around without a leash. And I, the first thing in my mind is, where's the owner? Where are they at? What, is that dog okay? What's happening? Um, right. So, um, And if you go to santarosa.fl.gov, you can scroll down and, and click on leash laws to learn all of this. But what can we... What, what can you bring us about uh, leash laws here? Well, as soon as you click on that leash law tab, it brings up this really cool interactive map. You can put in your address or wherever you are, and it will tell you if you're in a leash law area or in, in a uh, non-leash law area. And, you know, a lot of the confusion comes from these rural areas, even though they're building up with all these new subdivisions and such, they may still be in a non-leash law area. Um, so what, you know, a couple things to ask yourself, have you ever seen it before? Um, most dogs will typically go home. Um, mm. is it injured or is it sick? Cause if, if it is injured or sick, that's definitely something that we would want to be, you know, alerted to so that we can get some assistance out there to that dog, go pick it up or get it home, you know, scanning for microchips and, you know, looking on the, um, social media pages to see if anybody has posted a lost dog. There's a lot of wheels turning when we get involved into getting a dog back to the house, you know, once we get called out there. So you say most of them will usually go home, right? Yeah, most of them oh. usually do. They, they tend to know where they are more so than you do. Right. Um, all right. And then when we come back, I definitely want to talk about uh, ways that we can help and ways that we can get involved. Uh, like I said, go to santarosa.fl.gov, and uh, there's plenty of information on there. If somebody wants to uh, volunteer, uh, what do you what do you recommend for them to do first? Well, there's a tab on that same web page for volunteers. It breaks down what the age requirements are. You know, if you're over the age of 18, we welcome anybody with that. But if you're under the age of 18, that doesn't mean you can't come and, you know, participate as well and be, a, you know, a great asset. Mm -hmm. um, it just might mean that if you're with a parent, then that changes it and it allows you to be able to participate or allows your kids to participate to get, you know, credit for certain classes like the, um, the, the Bright... Bright Futures. Bright Futures, yep. yes. And, and also the, some of the scout programs, you know, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts mm -hmm. and that such. Um, they've got, you know, lots of opportunities where they can really be, a, you know, a great worth to our to our facility mm. i would have i was in boy scouts for a short time when i was a kid i would have loved it if they would have taken me to a shelter to play with some dogs that would have been great absolutely um do you i know some shelters that i've talked to on the show they uh, encourage people to come by even if they just want to do a small commitment of their time and just come by every once in a while and walk a dog just spend some time with them right definitely mm. and also taking them for doggy days out you know you can come and mm. pick out one take it for a drive go you know <laughs> go get it a pup cup you know and, yeah. and just spend some time with them just let them kind of decompress outside of that noisy environment mm -hmm. um you know it's it's it, it's amazing how much better our dog can react outside of the shelter right because it, it's it is stressful on the animal to be in the shelter. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of animals in there. It's probably pretty loud at times. Mm -hmm. uh, just getting them out for a little bit, just to give them that break so they can relax is very important. Right. Um, if you have questions for Kelly this morning, let us know. 437-1620. You're listening to Pensacola's expert panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Jake Walker. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. See what I did there? And we'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. From our spectacular beaches to the miles of rivers and unspoiled forests, the Gulf Coast offers some of the best family adventure around. And the Subaru Crosstrek and Subaru Forester are the perfect family vehicles to explore every dune and unpaved trail in Northwest Florida. Both come standard with sure-footed symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you deep into the wild places you love. The Crosstrek is powered by a 182 horsepower Subaru Boxer engine that adds plenty of go to any adventure and the Forester boasts 9.2 inches of ground clearance to get you through every wilderness challenge. There's more than enough room for your gear and plenty of options to make the Crosstrek or Forester fit your lifestyle. In a Subaru, the destination is the journey. So grab the kids and the dog and follow your own path to adventure. Love is out there at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Need urgent care or a walk-in clinic? Go to ProHealth. Post-accident physical to access your pet money? Go to ProHealth. Drug test, DNA testing? Go to ProHealthFL.com. Affordable lab work or primary care? Go to ProHealth. An affordable, ozempic medical weight loss program? ProHealth is your answer. Does your child need a camp or a sports physical? Only $40 at ProHealth. ProHealth never requires a doctor's order or an appointment. Just walk right in one of their seven locations. Also at ProHealthFL.com. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish, fresh Gulf seafood, and delicious homemade sides. Weekday specials include two times Tuesday, six free shrimp added to the six-piece dinner. Wednesdays offer lunch basket specials and everyone's favorite, Shrimp-tastic Thursday, five bucks off all-you-can-eat shrimp. Serving fresh seafood daily. Visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. See you at David's. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR-TV, our local news team, and Fox News on News Radio Pensacola. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake Walker. My guest this morning, Kelly Simpson from the Santa Rosa County Animal Services. Uh, go check out santarosa.fl.gov. Uh, scroll down, you, you'll find all kinds of uh, useful information, ways to get involved, and that's definitely what I want to talk about now. If you have questions, 437-1620, let us know, and we'll get those questions answered on the air as we're doing this. Um Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, one thing that's really near and dear to my heart is, uh, you know, volunteering and donating to your local shelter, even if it's just going by and volunteering a little bit of your time to walk a dog every once in a while just to get them out of the shelter. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, we always need fosters, excuse me, and uh, cough. And uh, um, so 
what can people do to reach out to, so that they can foster or uh, just uh, give give a, a short-term or a long-term commitment to the shelter? On that same web webpage we keep addressing, mm-hmm. there is a fosters tab on there, and it kind of breaks down, you know, how the program works. But if you just want to swing by the shelter and you know see what we have available, something really may speak to you. It might be that that cute dog that's in you know one of the kennels, or it might be one of the the cats that's in one of the other mm-hmm. kennels. You know, who knows what your favorite flavor animal is? Oh, but they choose you though. Oh, they really absolutely. do. Yeah, and and you you just kind of feel that connection. And first thing I'm going to do when I do a, a doggy day out is I'm doing selfies and I'm posting them on social media so they're getting great publicity because you know when they've got that pup cup all over their nose and mm-hmm. you've got your picture cheesing right there next to them <laughs> there's there's no better way to promote a great animal to get it into a home and who knows you may actually like it so much he stays with you right yeah uh, what do we call that a foster fail foster fail yeah. is my favorite kind of fail love that yeah fall face first into a foster fail <laughs> um you know overpopulation is definitely a huge issue with all of our shelters um <clears throat> what uh besides fostering though we mentioned you know you can just come by and just uh uh you know walk a dog or you can foster them see if it's a if it's a long-term fit but if uh you know what we don't think about a lot of the times is the the day-to-day operations of a shelter you know you've got laundry you've got uh, all kinds of cleaning um you know maintenance of, of of your facilities um could somebody get involved in that way and help you out that way absolutely you know mm. when our volunteers come there's many of them that are back there helping us through those mountains of laundry because mm. every night if, yeah. oh the the bowl's getting washed mm-hmm. but every night these dogs get blankets you know our our kennels are kind of neat in the fact that it's a heated floor Ooh. um so they've kind of got that that piece but we give them a little extra comfort you know try to make them feel as as comfy and homey as they possibly can and that's where the mountains of laundry come from mm. so well, a lot of our volunteers will be back there helping trudge through that or they're washing bowls they're walking dogs um you know it's it's a little bit of everything that can be done you know that we allow our volunteers to do mm. and if fostering if you think that is right for you um you know there's always a lot of supplies that go along with a pet um does do you guys supply anything when you when we you foster supply a pet? Everything, everything, even even if it needs you know vet care, we we have mm. a veterinarian on staff and and you bring them in to us, or if it's an emergency, we make coordination for them to go to the emergency vets. Um, those animals are still our responsibility with the guidance of you guys, you know, helping us have them in your home because what that ends up doing is that frees up a kennel out of the shelter, which allows us to take in another animal. You know, so if there's the you know, running at large dog that's maybe hurt or, or just roaming, roaming at large in a leash law area that allows us to go out there, pick it up and put it into the, in the, in the kennel so that we can find that home. I bet you guys stay pretty busy with that, right? Lots of calls, loose dogs, nonstop. Yes. Mm. Yes. Our, our kennels are overflowing almost all the time. Or where I came from, uh, we lived out on a, you know, country road it took miles and miles to get back to where our house was and you know pretty much on a weekly basis we would have dogs dumped in that area and it was just always broke my heart and that's why we had uh you know six dogs growing up and three cats um but um if if somebody wants to um to have a pet and then they they have trouble either financially i know that we have like food banks for pets set up uh in in the area is there anything like that with santa rosa we have a a a food corner at the shelter mm-hmm. but we also do as officers when we're out there patrolling and we see somebody struggling we we 
do anything we can to help support the family to keep that animal on their property because we know the kids of the family that's their comfort and and i would much rather see the dog stay in that family and thrive than you know them have to make the choice between putting food on the table or putting food in that bowl so you know i've many times taken you know big bags of food over to these houses just to help them out when they're going through a rough spot that's something that we use a lot of the donations for especially if it's a brand that we don't typically feed the um, dogs in the shelter that just means it goes to community outreach right yeah if you have a, a big bag of dog food uh, preferably unopened i would i would say yeah um and and you don't have a use for it bring it on by the shelter and they can definitely put it to good use my guest this morning is kelly simpson from santa rosa county animal services check out their facebook page for all kinds of announcements and ways that you can get involved and i'm sure there's pictures all the time of all of your cute, adorable animals there that just, they just want a home with you. They just want to come out and hang out with you. So let them know. Um, somebody wanted to know here on the text line, 437-1620, uh, how much is the average cost for an animal? When we have specials, it could be anywhere between $5 um, to $50. You know, it's just mm. um, depending on what kind of promotions that we've got going on. And that means they are fixed. They are vaccined. You know, they mm. are up to date on everything. They are microchipped. Wow. And so in, if they came in injured, they're fixed before you get them back. You know, that type of a thing. So they're if they had that broken leg, they may have had surgery to repair mm. it. Mm. The, the microchipping, is that something that people keep up on their own? Like they have a website they can go to and sort of check on their animal yes, specifically? Yes, absolutely. There's, um, when you scan the, the chip, it just gives this 15-digit number. And mm. what you can do, and any of us, and also the fire departments in our local area, have scanners. You can find out what that chip number is if you've lost your tablet or your, um, your tag for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can look it up online and see who it's registered to. Make sure that your address is up to date. Make sure your phone numbers are up up to date um, and that way we can get those dogs back home as soon as we scan them we look that information up as well mm. another question coming in here um, I know a lot of shelters have more dogs than cats or vice versa what what do you see mainly more cats or more dogs Right now, or actually this year um, that we've just gone through, we had more puppies than mm. kittens at times. It was it was kind of a weird year for the amount of animals that we had pumping through. Mm. But um, it's it's kind of equal opportunity. It just kind of ebbs and flows between the seasons. Right. All right. Get your questions in before it's too late. 437-1620. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. We're going to take another quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Uh, What'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedSpa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Follow Stillwater's on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. They have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters. For matters in Tennessee, visit CordellCordell.com. 200 West Martin Luther King Boulevard, Suite 1000, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37402. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Are you a fan of all things Florida? Then the Fresh from Florida Club should be on your menu. Search and save your favorite recipes, create custom menus, 
and get all your cooking questions answered by me, Florida's culinary ambassador, Chef Justin, for free. It's easy to sign up, and best of all, you'll be supporting Florida's farmers, ranchers, and fishermen. Join today at FreshFromFlorida.com. A message from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Join the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 1030 as Bess Marks from Lazy Boy Gulf Coast joins the show and talks about Lazy Boy's upcoming events at all three Gulf Coast locations, Pensacola, Spanish Fort, and Mobile. How to incorporate Lazy Boy's free in-home design service with recliners, sofas, accessories, and artwork to make your home look just like a picture out of a magazine. Text or call in your questions from the Pensacola Expert Panel at 850-437-1620, weekdays from 9 to 11 on News Radio 92.3. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings before Pep Talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. Uh, I'm your host, Jake Walker. My guest this morning is Kelly uh, Simpson from uh, the Santa Rosa Animal uh, Services. I do have a caller on the line real quick before we uh, before we end the show. Uh, let me see. Let me get the phone in there. Uh, I think it was Robert, right? Are you on the phone? Yeah. Hi, this is Robert. Yeah. All right. What's your question today, Robert? So... I hear a lot of good information on the show, but I'm more interested than a lot of people are about violent dogs. And, and maybe the maybe animal control could talk a little bit about what what's the general policy about violent dogs, uh, bulldogs, for example. Uh, neighborhoods have violent dogs. Neighbors live into them with violent dogs. Uh, dog that's even attacked a little girl and had to have stitches in her face. Um, what, what's the policy on these violent dogs? There seems to be way, way too many of them, and bulldog owners all think their dogs are are uh, very nice and would never hurt anybody, and that's just not true. Okay, thank you for your question today, Robert. Real quick, as we... All right, so let's start at the beginning here. So whenever a dog has bitten a human, there is a process in place which falls under the Florida Dangerous Dog Laws. And, you know, we, we weigh that out with if it doesn't meet the criteria. Did they require surgery? You know, uh, what type of attack was it? Was it within inside of the home? Was it off property? There's a couple of criteria that has to be met. And that way we can um, address that issue. All right. Awesome. Hate to cut Local you off. We got to go more with Pensacola Expert Panel after this. Matters most. News Radio 92.3. WNRP. Golf Breeze. Milton, Pensacola.